there I feel like you're always stuck in second year when it hasn't been your day your week or even your year happy chinese new year <laughs> welcome to lee's palace podcast a place where you could sit on a couch in the middle of new york and no one cares okay so here's my fun fact about friends the original name of the show had a couple other variations one was six of one and friends like us and insomnia cafe <laughs> Any of which would you... Insomnia Cafe sounds like a horror movie. <laughs> yeah, it also probably more indicative of partying in New York. I mean, it's accurate. That's true. But Insomnia Cafe, I guess, seems to speak to me. Guess what today is? <gasps> what is it? Chinese New Year. Gong Hei Fa Choi. Gong Hei Fa Choi. Sun Tai Ki Hong. Where one means, you know, prosper and the other means... So do you know what the year is? It's the year of the rabbit. It's my year. Yeah, I and mean, white rabbit specifically, which is also the color of your skin. <laughs> you wanna what? That is very accurate. When taking photos, just use me as the lighting reflector. So if you need to have some extra lighting in the room, you could just balance it off my skin. You know, I'm curious why Apple, you know, when you take front facing photo, mm -hmm. like a selfie, and you, they have a white screen that brights up around it. So kind of like the could, flash? Yeah, it adds a little light, but it's a little kind of more subtle. Are giving... you describing me or the phone? <laughs> <laughs> the phone. Anyways. <laughs> So when it does that, I feel it's warranted for like darker skinned individuals, but for white people, I don't even know if it goes off. It's like, can it detect your face and be like, oh, that's a white person. So it doesn't need to add additional lighting and they could just use your reflective natural color. Um, uh, I'm only laughing because anytime I take photos with other friends, they can be white. They're just like more tanned. I always end up being like really blown out and then everyone else looks normal. <laughs> like their normal skin tone but mine is like oh my god you got a ghost in your photo oh no that's just tylene <laughs> <laughs> so uh, why don't you share what you did that was really cool for chinese new year in terms of the red pockets all right first i'm gonna be honest and let everyone know that i stole this idea <laughs> commandeered it borrowed it did it so someone told me that their auntie used to fold the envelopes, well, red paper, and they'd make origami envelopes and then put the money in the origami and they'd make it into whatever animal it was for that year. So this year for my niece and nephew, I made origami red rabbits and then I took gold and embossed Happy New Year. Uh, yeah, it was just Happy New Year, but in Chinese characters on the rabbit as well. Very cool. Um, they love that more than the actual money that came with it. Oh my gosh. Our nephew, who shall not be named, <laughs> um, was so excited. Like his little face lit up and he was just like, oh. <gasps> And then very upset when it was taken away, as children usually are. <laughs> so like five seconds of happiness. So fun fact about Chinese New Year, I was like looking up things, is that in China, there's this trend going on for singles that are over the age of 30, where their parents are getting uh, really anxious that they senior don't... Senior citizens. <laughs> well, for Chinese people. That... No, it's okay. I get it. I'm an old maid. Well, I'm married, so I'm fine. <laughs> 
Yeah, you're okay. August, you're an old maid. Oh, <laughs> so they, they solve this problem. So like parents get really anxious. Kids are coming home. If they're over 30 and they're single, you know, that's a stressful Party time. On? Oh, stress. My bad. And now they have this renting of boyfriend, girlfriends. What? All around China at an average price of $16 USD a day. Wait, USD one a day. sick? One sick. That's it? Yeah, well, it's China. I don't know. It's only a day. I don't know. This would, is pretty cheap. I would be like $16 for like, how many minutes could I get or hours could I get with you, Michael, for $16? It's free. Oh. <gasps> because we're married. That's, that's terrible because that I was about to say like 30 babe. minutes. <laughs> but you were way sweeter than I was. <laughs> so now I just look like an asshole. Oh. <laughs> That's for the listeners to judge. Cool. Um, that's that's wild. Yeah. $16 a day to have a fake boyfriend or fake girlfriend. Ooh. Do people realize being single is really fun? I mean, I'm happily married. <laughs> Let's just put that I out don't there. think single people think <laughs> dating is necessarily fun. It's a no, hit or miss no, no, no. adventure. Dating sounds like a nightmare. But if you could be like, you know, confident with being by yourself and entertaining yourself and just enjoying people's company when you want, but then also being alone when you want, single is pretty cool. You want to tell me? No. <laughs> August, he's on to You're us. You're finding the right time at a podcast <laughs> to share your deepest, darkest feelings. <laughs> Second episode, and Michael, we need to talk. Uh. <laughs> Next thing is gonna be intro, and I'm out. It's just you and your <laughs> podcast. It's yeah, like it's it's instead of Lee's Palace, it's just Ty's Palace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm very happily married, but I'm just saying that you don't have to be in a relationship to be happy. You can be very happy not being in a relationship. So for people to be like so desperate as to be in a fake relationship and like pay for it. Well, it's like, missing the sucks. point. It's not about them and their happiness. It's about <laughs> the parents. They're trying to get the parents off their back. Oh, <laughs> so sad. But yeah, okay. You know, I do get it though. Because if their parents are like unrelenting, you're like, what can I do just to... Oof. Oh, but like AI. <gasps> what if you just get AI and you're just like, okay, so <laughs> this is way more expensive than $16 for a day and actually seeing a human. But like, let's pretend you don't want to do that. What if you bought like a, like a burner phone and then the burner phone, like you set it up and you had like the burner phone and then that phone would also message in the group chat. Be like, hey guys, I'm, I'm the boyfriend and I love the daughter so much. I'll, ta- I'm I'll take that so one good. further with the new developments of chat GPT. It's a great business idea if you create <gasps> a AI boyfriend, girlfriend that you could Oh add into God. your WhatsApp gra- uh, chat with your uh, parents. And just charge fifteen ninety nine an hour. <laughs> or a day. fifteen ninety nine a day. An hour? Jeez, even more <laughs> expensive than an actual person. Well, you know, I got a life to live. My cat lives a very um, extravagant life and I need to pay for that. You're really bringing this back to you. You are married. Do what? I not have to remind no. you? <laughs> I'm so happy. This is more about I need August to finally make us money. Okay. So we're going to find a way for her to become the new boyfriend, girlfriend and rent her out. <laughs> uh, this is... Uh... Don't. Don't judge me. <laughs> okay. Well, but I'll tell you something that I'm dealing with recently, which is I stubbed my pinky toe for the second time the first Mm -hmm. time i thought i broke it now i stubbed it again and re-injured it so i'm Mm -hmm. back to limping (laughs) it's not fun (laughs) 
I'm not laughing at you. I, don't, I have wide with feet. You. So you have flat feet. Flat and wide, sort of wide feet. But I don't think that's an excuse for me not jabbing my pinky toe on things. You just wanted to tell us about your really wide, flat feet. <laughs> you know what they say about men with wide, flat feet? Well, you know, Their pinky a, toes hit everything. I think it's important <laughs> that there's other people that have flat and wide feet that can take solace, that they're not alone, that they too have day-to-day troubles with this um, and Were potentially you know, injure group? themselves like I did. Aww. Lasagna. Lasagna? Yeah. Good, sir. Tell me about lasagna. Tell you about what makes a great lasagna. When it's the right proportions of all the ingredients nicely formed together not too overpowering just enough where you can eat large quantities of it and continue to be satisfied <laughs> mm. <laughs> large quantities of it but continue to be satisfied like trays and trays of it because i i eat a lot facts that's my ideal lasagna and it should be made with meat and vegan lasagna should be outcast and called casseroles <laughs> Okay, one thing I love, I mean, I like lasagnas too, but one thing that like really blew my mind on one of my favorite lasagnas is they put an aged cheddar cheese on the top and that flavor combined with the rest of the lasagna, like it still had good stackability and structure, kept itself, it had a good ratio of meat to noodle and everything. So all that was really great, but just that aged cheddar on top, oh my God, Becky, look at her lasagna. That's from Sugo restaurant in Toronto. I have a question. What's up? What if somebody who you consider is a really close friend you've had for many years told you that lasagna was actually horrible and disgusting and they hated it? It was like the worst pasta ever. Well, they're not a real person that understands Italian food, lasagna, (laughs) probably thinks the world's flat. It's just ridiculous (laughs) shit like that. Like at that point in time, you got to really think about, does that person need help? And can you be that friend to really help readjust his his overall understanding of the world and the greatest pleasures in life okay so let's pretend this person went on a rant about how much they hate lasagna and they're just really getting into it and then afterwards they turned around and ate a big mac and they're like this is the best thing we've ever had i'd walk away (laughs) i'd walk away nope eight years of friendship gone Sometimes you gotta gotta know when to fold them. <laughs> next thing. Okay. okay, our next topic. I was shopping in Shoppers Drug Mart, and this this was something that kind of got under my skin. I'm listening to music playing while I'm trying to shop for something, and it was this really smooth, sultry voice of a country singer and this guy just sounded absolutely lovely and i was like wow that's really calming it just makes you feel good it's honey for your ears it was just absolutely lovely but then i started listening to the lyrics i was like fucking country songs man every time every time so i want to know what your opinion is on songs that sound really good but the lyrics are something like it's about something shitty oh okay so for example the song i was listening to the guy was going on about how he's married but then there's this other woman that he's like oh my god you're so beautiful and hot and i i really want to sleep with you and be with you but i'm married and he was i'm just listening to this in the little shoppers i'm looking around like we're gonna start a mob like guys are you all pissed off as i am this is bullshit what the how 
dare this guy? But he sounds so smooth too. So I'm just like, God, that made me even more angry. Cause I was like, oh, sweet, sultry voice is soothing my soul with cheating. You son of a. So yeah, I was ready to set him on fire. So yeah, what's your opinion on music that does that? You know, the first thing is I don't necessarily identify with the lyrics when I hear a song. I usually go by the melody and the natural rhythm of the song. So when I do start hearing lyrics, I'm put off by the lyrics. Hard one to say. Probably, yeah, it ruins the song. I'm like, I wish there was different lyrics. Would I play that song over and over again? Probably not after I heard that it ruined it. Just depends. I mean, there's two things, only two exceptions to this because it does upset me greatly. But there's one where if it's a song from when I was younger and I just didn't understand the lyrics because let's not care ourselves. How many how many of us were 14 and we were just like, oh my God, this song's amazing. And then we hear it when we're an adult and we're like, oh, <laughs> oh, now I fully understand what this song was singing about. But too late. It's nostalgic. Basically, it's tattooed into my brain and I can't not like it. <laughs> so that, that's rough. And the second thing would be if the song is in a different language. And I'm like, oh, that is so catchy. And I'm just like going to it, bobbing away. And this is amazing. And I'm putting it on my Instagram stories and playing it loud in my car with the windows rolled down. And then eventually I finally look up the lyrics and I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. No. I'm like, why? Why? And that's when you learn about how ignorance truly is bliss. Well, two things I would say about that. You know, growing up, I used to listen a lot of gangster rap, thinking, uh, you know, it's uh, fun music to listen to until I hear the lyrics, you know, and you learn that a lot of the gangster rap is, you know, based out of violence and all that kind of stuff. And does it hurt? No, I think it just goes with it. The second is, you know, a lot of the lyrics that might have been okay at one point in time now, in this day and age it could be cancelled a lot of songs that have some really suspect lyrics misogynistic or this and that um, would you still listen to it? God the one song oh what's his name oh I love it and it's a terrible song but it's so catchy ah uh, Robin Thicke Blurred Lines that was a song that a whole summer I was listening to. Oh, this song sounds so good. And then like when you really listen to the lyrics, oh. Play, play a snippet of it. Do you know What's song? so bad about it? Okay, so it's a lot of people talking about how it glorifies rape culture. People describe it as kind of rapey. And rape is very much not cool. Yeah, um, I just looked up website ranking some of the most controversial songs. That came in number seven. Ooh. Blurred oh. lines, right? Yeah. You know what else was on this list? Oh, such a good one. Nirvana, Rape Sounds Me. Sounds good. What? It's just called Rape Me? You don't know that song? I mean, no, I don't think so. Okay, well, I'm sure many people know that song. I can't believe you don't know that song. I might. Give me a second. I'm going to listen to a bit of it and see if I recognize it. One minute later. Oh my God, I'm an idiot. You know when you listen to songs and you don't know the lyrics? Not like you don't know them. I mean, like you hear something else. So Nirvana Rape Me. Yes, I know this song. I've heard this song many times, and I've always thought he said, rate me. Like, oh, no. <laughs> like, ratings. Like, a one out of ten. I always thought he was like, rate me. And I was like, oh. And that's why I never thought it was a bad song. I didn't know he was saying rape. Oh, my God. I hope you never sang that song in public and <laughs> or in your or in your headphones on in the subway. You're like, rate me. And people are looking over and be like, oh, okay, she <laughs> likes the, the, the melody of the song, but 
obviously she's consciously choosing to change the lyrics <laughs> oh, to a more suitable uh, suitable words. Oh no. So um Kirk Cobain so bad. Kirk Cobain in an interview with Rolling Stone had this to explain why he used those lyrics. So he says that it's not a pretty image, but a woman who is being raped, who is infuriated with this situation, go ahead, rape me, just go for it because you're gonna get it. What? Which he said he's a firm believer in karma and that motherfucker is gonna get what he deserves eventually. The man will be caught. He'll go to jail. He'll be raped. So rape me, do it, get over with, because you're going to get it Oof. worse, is the full lyrics of the song in the sense that he was dark. trying to say. It's just dark. Oh, well, Nirvana, a lot of the music is dark from Can that period. Can I get period. like a Weird Al Yankovic remix for this, but it's Rate Me, where it's just like, rate me on a scale of one to ten, just rate me. Rotten tomatoes give me a score. <laughs> that is ten, just rate me. <laughs> I think uh, Weird Al can uh, shout out those to Weird lyrics. Al. Yeah, shout out to him. <laughs> La- oh. Last thing on this uh, this topic. Oh, get out of here! I actually like this song. Prodigy. Smack my bitch up. Yeah, number four rated on the site uh, by viewer. Well, I don't viewers. Oh my uh, god. Users of the site. This is terrible. This is a lot of songs I like. Also, a, you know, everyone. Frick. I like this song. Um, I, I think yeah. that the video was one of the defining videos, controversial as it may be, of the M- MTV music era of the 90s. It was a very different um, video. Yeah, and it was shocking in the end, and I thought, yeah. you know, well done for that. Um, it but also of screams it was, 90s. A lot of that yeah. uh, grunge music yeah. was very popular then, and that, that was the uh, kind of Woodstock 99 era. Oh, <laughs> we have to do an episode one day just on Woodstock 99. That is a dumpster fire. All right, like, I want to know the next ones. Number three, Guns N' Roses, One in a Million. Why? Oh, oh. Oh, there's some bad words in that song. Wow. You know, so I'm not really just not listening to the lyrics of this music. They say the N word. And the, yeah. So there's some bad words there yeah. for sure. Those are some bad words. Probably don't play good. that on the radio anymore. No. Or at least not the same lyrics. I hope not. Ooh. Oh, yeah. You want to what? Ooh. Some of these songs have not aged well. Well, there's a Slayer song in number eight. Mm. Where friends well, that love Slayer's Slayer. on this list. That's yeah. wild. Oh, my God. I'm so shocked right now. What? Yeah. Nine Inch Nails. What? Nine Inch Nails Closer, number nine. Oh, that's funny that's another song where i'm like i listen to it yeah the words being you let me desecrate you you let me penetrate you i think is the and i mean uh, i'm kind of okay with that i don't yeah, know it's more in the fetish uh yeah type of i feel like it's more fetishy genre. right yeah so there you go wow some interesting facts all right I do have some latest updates about August, and I'm actually really happy for her. She is starting to get closer to dad, and that that makes me really happy because she was pretty standoffish. She was um, a mama's girl. Still is, unless I'm kidding ourselves. But she's gotten a lot closer to dad. You know, if you drop your kids off with their grandparents, that's just bound to happen. But I'm really glad it is happening. Well, I think dad has learned that cats are different than dogs and how they need to be treated and needs a sensitive, more sensitive touch. It's funny when I, when I see the videos of August sitting next to dad and he's like petting her on the head like a dog still. <laughs> Really and she'll funny. take it. She's like, I'll take, yeah. I'll take it. You know? She wants attention. She'll yeah. take it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but that is a huge improvement, guys, because it's been nine years. <laughs> 
So, well, no, she's turning eight this year, so yeah. almost eight years for her. But uh, yeah. that is that is something that I'm just really happy about is that she's warmed up a lot more to mom and dad. So that makes a huge difference because they're the ones that look after her when we uh got out of here. So when I before we, I was gonna say end this call like I do at work. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 what I usually go to when I'm chairing a call. I'm like, uh, otherwise, Can I have we'll a raise? close the call. Can I please have a raise? <laughs> I'm working for free right now. <laughs> <laughs> Someone just says, "Hey, I like a raise." Okay, well, uh, no, no, no questions then. All right then, uh, we will close the call. We'll try and next week. <laughs> I have one last question, and it's a hypothetical question, Michael. If you had the chance, would you want to be pain free? For the rest of your life or never have to poop again? Pain-free, 100%. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like, well, like I have no problems pooping, so that's... Uh, <laughs> obviously, I would choose the one that... Would... Everybody, Michael is healthy. <laughs> yeah. I think most people don't have trouble pooping. I wow. Not. I'm... I feel like this is a question more suited for someone with IBS. How like dare. You. I was just going to say, I'm in a group on Facebook, and it's an IBS, IBD group. There's a lot of us. And I feel like a lot of us would say we're never pooping ever again. <laughs> pain, fine. You know, I've been living my life with pain. I'm going to work through it. But if I never have to poop ever again. It's a very nonsensical question, if I might say. About? Because if you can't great poop question. again, where is that poop going to be? It I has mean, to come you out know, somehow. You like, you like emit waste via gas. Like everything just gets turned into gas. You just Some fart smelly, it out. Smelly it doesn't gas. need to be smelly. Well, I don't think you can yeah, vaporize like scentless vaporize the food it, that you put in your body. This just doesn't make any sense. Scentless airborne excrement. You, the people in your IB, IBS, IBD group just needs to come up with better questions. Cause no, totally I came up with this is, question. I'm very proud of it. This is, don't be proud of that question. I just question. don't want to poo. Sure, but you know... <laughs> Maybe maybe the question should, you know, can I poop regularly or like a regular person? Well, no, because if you get to be pain-free, I want to be poop-free. I hope someone <laughs> can help you with that. Wow. Okay, guys, I really do want to know what you guys all have to say. Thought Would you, you re- say I really need to go poop? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just want to know, everyone, what is your answer? Would you rather be pain-free or poop-free? Because the idea of never having to like stop at a gas station or like think about possibly pulling over or any, just even waking up and having to poo. Like, <laughs> I just love that. Never having to poo. I feel like I wouldn't be bloated either. You like, know I feel I, like that'd just be really It's nice. a little bit of tangent, but when we watch like TV shows, so like sitcoms of friends and families, you never see them. Oh shit, I got to go poop during the, uh, the show. Yeah. Except for one movie where the character did have to poop and she was in a wedding dress and she pooped in the middle of the street. Would you like to share it to the audience that movie's oh, name? I think it was called Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids. Yeah. 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 We went to an Indian restaurant that we know that <laughs> if you were put Indian food in your body, that shit's going to come out very aggressively. Um, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Okay. Indian food's a great time. And then it's just all pun intended, a shit show afterwards. But I don't care. I'm going to eat it anyways because it tastes so good. You ever thought about um, going on a kind of walking marathon? You know, the people that do those. It's in the Olympics. You can have a walking race, basically. Do you hate me? 
and I think if you just put a lot of Indian food in your oh body <laughs> and you start the race, you would do quite well. What the heck? You could, you you could know, actually win the race. And then if not, you'd be pooping on the street like in Bridesmaids. Earlier, you were questioning uh, what I was going to say about our relationship. And now I'm questioning what you have to say about our relationship. <laughs> How could you suggest such a thing? Listen, if there's prize money to be won. Oh, my God. I'm married to Satan. <laughs> all right love you are we guys. closing the call now i gotta go poo no. take care <laughs> no one cares <laughs> all right bye bye